Hello everybody, welcome to Sonic Talk episode 592, recording today on Wednesday the 9th of October. Uh, yeah, 2019. Uh, we're just back from Synthfest and uh, we've had a lot of fun. It's been a very busy September so far, lots of gear being released, lots of stuff happening. After what was a very sort of... Uh, dry summer in terms of news so uh let's uh just uh well actually i before i start we should say thank you very much to everybody for watching we've got the guys in the youtube chat rooms and the guys and gals in the uh, irc chat room uh this is a podcast to do with music technology in case you're wondering what i was talking about this is uh synthesizers studio stuff all kinds of things software whatever that fits the bill really and uh would just like to say thank you very much to isotope for providing the prize uh, today's show is Neutron 3, and I think there's a, there's a new Ozone coming out, and we're going to be um, jumping to that fairly soon, so stay tuned. But this week, uh, Neutron 3 Advanced is up for grabs. Uh, we'll have details a little bit later on. And uh, we'll move over to our guest, because we we're yeah. flying solo. Gaz is flying solo this week. Gaz Williams, of course, <laughs> uh, music technologist, bass player, man about a town extraordinaire, and... Um, mm. We uh, well we 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 went to Synthfest together, didn't we? We spent uh, we spent the weekend uh, hanging out yes. in Sheffield, which was great, wasn't it? Indeed, indeed, and what a great event that is, you know. And lovely to see so many faces there, you know. That was fantastic. Lots of lots of people who who tune into the show, so that's always a always a great pleasure. And uh, it's a very friendly event, and that's really nice. And I think something this it's just one of those joyful places where people are just so happy to share that in you know to share information so that it's a bit more leisurely than some of the shows some of the other shows it feels it does i mean there's still loads to see but yeah i think there's not there's if you're holding a of... camera all day it's not leisurely but i mean i know what you mean the pace of it feels feels yeah. sort of less intense and frenetic than it is at uh at yeah. sort of nam or, or Superbooth. yeah and it's just i don't know i think it feels a bit like a a big club coming together and it's it's a lot of fun and there was loads of cool things there as well people take fantastic things there i mean obviously the colossus my goodness you know that's something else isn't it and seeing it for real as a you know a an actual object, thing an yeah actual it's thing. amazing isn't it and because mm. I, I, I post a video with tom uh and admittedly it wasn't a full-on demo but how are you going to demo something that complicated i mean it's really <laughs> we were talking about but yeah. i mean he's saying that you know people are really interested he's got lots of orders and pre-orders it's going to work for him and oh, those sort of things can be a bit risky yeah. can't they so yeah i mean he's, wow. he's quits in which is great yeah Brilliant. You know, he's made something for the ages there, you know, something proper. And yeah, total, total, total hats off to him. You know, he's made something that people will be thrilled to see in Synthfest in like 2050, you know. <laughs> That's very true. That is true, yeah. yeah. And and also you can imagine it being kind of used in um, in education. He was talking there, some people are sort of thinking, you know, because I think when we talked about right. it, you could get three or four people at it at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, wow. So, I mean, you know... Brilliant. What a, what a brilliant thing that he's done. And honestly, I totally, you know, it's just breathtaking the ambition in that, I think. Yeah, it was good to uh, see that, wasn't it? And then lots, yeah. of, lots of people there. Uh, big hit of the show, actually, was uh, the Hydrosynth. Most people I met were going, yeah. I've just had a go on it, or I, I yeah. tried to, but it was busy, or yeah. haven't seen it. And that seems to be the one that's causing the real yeah. story. I know he banged on you know, about it, and it, but well, it seems to be doing its thing, doesn't it? It's a funny thing, the digital, you know, the digital era that we're in. <laughs> uh, and that just seems to be the right product for the right time, doesn't it? And at a at a great price, you know, sort of at a price that people are kind of really, ooh, you know, that idea of having that polyphonic aftertouch, I think, is a huge draw. We always go on about that, don't we? But I mean, yeah. I think the whole package comes together in a way. People were saying to me just how the they just totally understand where they are, the navigation side of things, being able to just see that essentially illuminated map and you can jump to any part of the of the signal process. And it kind of gets around a lot of the menu jumping frustration. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, menu diving frustration. In fact, you know, you kind of you think this is a a very, 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 very good interface. Um, yeah, absolutely. So I heard an interesting thing actually. This because uh, we know that Glenn Darcy's been involved with the Hydrosynth, but uh, is it um, Daniel? Oh, I need a surname. Is it Stromberg or one of the guys from Electron? One of the guys behind the Octatrack who left Electron. He's now. Uh, is he? I there. thought he was. I, I know they had someone from Electron who was working oh. on marketing. I believe. Oh. Well, that may be that was that may be sort of just hearsay. I should say this is something that I heard at Synthfest. So, um, oh, right, okay. But I thought, whoa, you know, just to give the Hydra Synth, it's you know, it looks like it's 
you know, although it seems to have come out of nowhere, there's some there's some serious brains behind that thing. Um, yeah, absolutely. Mm. <laughs> but Sinfest, back to Sinfest, or Nick, just that there was some really peculiar things there as well, wasn't there? I mean, I love it that people go to such effort to bring, um, you know, to to bring all those things. I mean, we did that little feature with Nigel Mullaney's Korg Sigma, which that's a nice little video. Yeah, that um, is. Uh, uh, that, that, uh, I mean, actually, most of our videos are up now. I mean, obviously, we did a bunch of interviews right. which will be coming up. I, I, mm -hmm. I would like to shout out for. Uh, oops. Uh, sound gas. Uh, I didn't get a chance to play this stuff, but I mean, they had a um, they're kind of a synth dealer, and they had some really interesting stuff, stuff I've never seen before. Uh, and th oh. and they're well, I mean, things that you're just going, kind of, what on earth is that? I mean, it's like real mm. rarities and unusual things. I mean, it, it, that's something I'd uh, like to explore a bit, but I didn't get a chance to talk to anybody there really. So. Um, mm. Yeah, um, I suppose we could we could cover a couple of things. Did you see this? This uh, let's start let's start with an actual product then, shall we? Let's let's uh, let's take a look at uh, uh, this guy. So this is is that even the right thing? That's not even the right thing. I think. I, hey, also here at Sinfest Expert Sleepers. It seems like every time we come and see you, you've got something new, and you have today, right? I certainly have. I have the ES9, uh, which is the latest in my series of. Digital audio modules for connecting computers and modulars in um, perfect harmony. So the ES9 kind of builds on, I guess, what the ES8 was. The ES8 was a USB audio, your, USB, USB, audio. USB audio interface. Let me help you. <laughs> Thank you. The ES9 is a 16 in, 16 out USB audio interface in Eurorack. Boom. It has 14 inputs. Eight outputs on 3.5mm jacks. It has a dedicated pair of main outputs on big chunky quarter-inch jacks. Wow. It has a dedicated yeah. headphone socket on a quarter-inch jack. A pair of SPDIF ports. Dedicated experience. Yeah, all of that good stuff. And it's, uh. I mean, it makes... It makes a lot of sense. I mean, we're talking to because I mean, expert sleepers have been doing that thing for ages, you know. And most of their stuff works on uh, like a you or had, you know, at the very beginning it was just like a coax or a uh, optical connection. And the the difference is, uh, you know, you would end up aggregating it with other audio interfaces to kind of get the uh, control voltage out. But now he's just made one that's got enough I/O all being uh, DC coupled, that means that you can access it. And you, you can hook it up with, the I think it's the ES5, that's the expander. You can have up to 48 analog outputs on that system as well. Mm. And it just sort of, yeah, that may, and, and, and well. playback and recording. I mean, it, this sort of feel, people are going, mm, yeah, this feels like a natural progression, right? You know, you just think this is like almost like a perfect, perfect thing for Eurorack. I mean, I, I don't know if anything like this has been has come out before but the whole idea of having a fully functional in-depth audio interface built into a rack ooh you know all dc coupled as you say it's fantastic i mean you know i i've been like this for a long time with eurorack but this is the kind of thinking that i really like i can imagine you know if you started with an empty rack and you only had that and you just took it from there so you've got your computer and you've got your empty rack, and you've got your your little bit that you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. The little the little chap in between, and they can handle. And as you grow your rack, there's such amazing complex pod potential there to grow from. I just think, wow. I think that's. I think they've got it absolutely spot on with this. Um, there isn't a master. There's a master headphone control. That's the only thing missing. I think is a master or a mute, a master mute button or something on there. You know, all right. Uh, yeah. Just because I think what you'd have to do is, if you were going to use it live, you would still need some extra box for, with those kind of, you know, you uh, having your your master outputs coming directly out of it, just being able to to mute. Well, but you other can return, that, yeah, return stuff and integrate. I mean, the thing is, as we've yeah. said with with the, with the. Uh, the 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 release of the uh, Ableton CV tools, which oh, actually we met Skinnerbox there, didn't we? A big shout out to Skinnerbox, uh, they're the developers. But Skinnerbox, uh, unfortunately, yeah. their synth, uh, it was a Moog original Model D oh, Moog, gosh. got lost yeah. by Swiss lost. Swiss Air on the way, and yeah. they uh, and all their clothes. Oh. Uh, it was just like one of those <laughs> terrible, one of those nightmares of uh, international. Um, travel I, yeah. I really do hope that they got their stuff yes. i mean that we didn't hear the happy ending while we were there but uh i hope it will be all right it's ha apparently mm. it's happened before but you know <laughs> but it's an original one as well oh, I oh hope they get it god back. yeah well it's probably in a, a very sound case i'd imagine mm. yeah 
but yeah so a, a you know ableton cv tools and this is you know it's perfect timing though isn't it, it you know it's sort of this total i talking about the expert sleepers uh thing you know it's just totally in line i think with where things should be or maybe <laughs> you know it's really overdue yeah well, um, that, exactly that compa- well, combi- combined with you know vcv rack or whatever just just you know it's, it's how many no how many computer returns is there 16 16 returns yeah uh and how oh many, i see it, uh, no, uh yeah coming back from your usb i guess it's just a stereo but you can route, you 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 can route. Well, there's sixteen there's sixteen outputs, so they could be either DC couple signals or they could be audio. It's up to you. It, it doesn't really. It's irrelevant, I guess, as to what comes down that pipe. So it, it's however you want it to be. So you can you can figure it how you want. Okay. Well, through a computer through the computer. Well, yes. Because yes. <laughs> you access DC coupled stuff as outputs, because then they become. Right control voltage signals either via a silent way or by cv tools or whatever it may be yeah. so is there is there a software component though that accompanies this um no there doesn't need to be no, because it doesn't need it, to be it doesn't need to be i mean you need yeah. something that would output some cv uh dc signals so that would be mm-hmm. you know whatever it is that you do but you don't have to use it for that you could just use it purely mm-hmm. only for returns but it would and and maybe sending process stuff through filters or whatever there's all sorts of ways you could use it but I mean, I was just talking, thinking about like if you could send it like a whole, you know, like if how many tracks out of a DAW you could send in, into it. Uh, it maybe this isn't the thing that maybe that I'd be wanting. Imagine that though, if like your whole mix, you could just process your entire mix in your DAW, just you know, sixteen outputs. Um, I be... think that, yeah, I think the outputs, because some of them are, one's obviously a headphone output that counts as two, one's a yep. SP diff that counts as a bunch, and then there's yep. the two balanced outs, which are going to be your main stuff if you're hooking it up to a computer and you want to run it that way. I suppose that makes sense. Uh, as hmm. USB-C connectivity as well, which is kind of uh, just worth nice. mentioning. Well, I say nice. I mean, when when does the big clock turn sort of that, you, that it is officially USB-C time, you know? <laughs> just to well, stop that, I mean, the it's, it's, back, it's backwards compatible, isn't it? In a in a degree, so yeah. so you can always adapt up or down. I think, yeah, uh, you can have find various adapters. No, no, I mean, I'm just you know, this is just a wider question about USB and sockets and the amount of cables and all this kind of thing, and this this idea of the you know almost like USB C is almost like the you know the. The, it's the kind of you know it's the same both ends it works upside down you know it's almost yeah. like the holy grail the holy grail of you know, it's still so kind of, it's still a bit but it's, potentially snappy that's the only thing i've got i've got a i mean that's oh, the, this isn't it it's the uh oh, it's, it's that you know because you've essentially it, just got yeah. that little thing so it's still mm-hmm. a point of failure and i've got i've already started got cables that when well, you can wiggle and they will just kind of but that's the nature of a flat Connector, I suppose. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So okay. Hey. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just. I'm all up for the ending of just the massive. You know, I think environmentally as well. You know, just getting, just, just all manufacturers just jump ship. Just if you're making a well, product that's got USB yeah, yeah, on yeah. it. Well, I mean, the, the the thing for us is, you know, now, I mean, in terms of USB, uh, having a single connector works great. I mean, particularly mm. for our, our rigs where everything that charges the battery, it's all micro, you know, that's everything is micro now. So which is yeah. kind of okay, or USB-C. But I've got a, a power supply that runs all of those things. So that's, that's okay. But yeah, I know what if you're it, saying. Ju- just if it's going to be, if the future is USB-C, then why not just sort of... You know. Well, because not everybody has the latest modern computers, do they? That's the thing, which kind of ties into uh, another <laughs> another thing. But before we get there, let's uh, let's just have a word from our friends over at Softube. It's obviously Monument Bass. Well worth checking out, Monument Bass. Uh, this is a dedicated instrument that is built on uh, samples that have been taken from some really nice, uh, beefy, kind of specially processed synths that sound good in the bottom end 
with some uh, stereo, obviously, as well. And, but there's also some DSP that's very much suited to the bass. So you, when you use it, you get the sound that is bass, re you know, master ready, mix ready. It doesn't feel like it needs an awful lot. You can get the stuff coming out of it that fills that solid bottom end and you can tweak. Um, I did a little bit of review on it. You can check that on the site. But um, it's available now from SoftTube. It's the latest release. Um, it's well worth checking out. Lots of presets from interesting and mod modern and current producers if you struggle with that sort of thing. But uh, well worth a look. So if you go over to SoftTube.com and look out for Monument Bass, uh, you can try it now as a demo. And then uh, obviously you could buy it if you like as well. I want to say thank you to them for sponsoring. So yeah, um, okay, right. Well, I've got, I want to show. I wanted to show you uh, a picture before this. This 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 is the picture that I'm going to show, which is basically just a desktop with a bunch of dialogues on it, which is kind of the opener for this one. Uh, and you know, you probably if you've got any software uh, or on anybody's mailing list, you're probably going to get an inkling of what we're talking about, which is the Apple Mac uh, Catalina update, which is OS X update, which at the moment, pretty much unanimously, all the major DAW manufacturers, hardware, USB driver manufacturers, plug-in manufacturers, all saying, we're not ready, don't do it. And I know we periodically go through all of these things. You know, we had the Rosetta thing with Matt. You know, this this stuff happens from time to time. But this feels to me like the biggest not ready and, and upheaval uh, in an OS rollover. Normally, there's a little bit more kind of readiness before this happens. So you've got some of the big players on. But so mm. if you do update to this, A, that only 64-bit code will work. Yeah. And B, there's lots of security measures, which is one of the reasons that this kind of showed up. This is from uh, a chap called uh, Tyler Hall, who basically updated to, um, he said, what, what did he say? He completely, uh, what, what, what was the story? Oh, yeah, basically he, um, he upgraded to Catalina, went out, and when he came back, this is what he was greeted with, although he'd moved all the the, the dialogue boxes because everything has to say, you know, do I get permission to show you notifications? There's just so much more secure. And we understand that security is a big issue. But, I mean, generally speaking, this is just massive uh, in terms of, you know, because one of the big reasons this is so massive is because new computers, such as the new Mac Pro, everything that Apple ships now is going to have Catalina installed on it. And rolling back is not an option for many people, and particularly with the new stuff. And they their policy is it goes out with the latest OS. So if you buy the latest OS and you effectively can't use it for the tools that you require, then it's a bit of a bit of a almighty cock up as far as I can tell I mean you've you've got a, a, a trash can will that run Catalina presumably it will yeah no absolutely um, but you couple this with the USB 2 in audio interface issues that modern Macs have been facing as well USB um, 2 or USB 3 USB 2 okay. sort of older USB audio interfaces there's been a lot of problems with getting those to run reliably with the latest generation of Apple computers. Uh, so it seems I, like another, you know, that I thought that was a, you know, I thought that was bad enough. So this, this is really, you know, this is a massive issue, isn't it? I mean, you know, I think a lot of people, well, myself included, really don't understand the consequence of 32-bit code being, you know, so anything with 32-bit code doesn't function now uh so from plug-in manufacturers or you know software manufacturers point of view that can be an you know like an enormous amount of work um and of course software that we bought 10 years ago we kind of think everything is going to be just updated based yeah, on that it, initial exactly purchase and it, can't, 10, it, can't, you know. it can't always be and this is a big problem yeah. because a if you're a small manufacturer and somebody you bought something you know you sell something to somebody five years ago and then all the software changes yeah. it means that you have to do an enormous amount of work and people yeah. expect it free it's kind of a yeah. bit of a drag it moves resources away but the other issue is i mean i actually got a call from apple on friday they they they've taken it seriously enough now that what they've done is they they reached out in that classic uh cupertino management sort of uh, speak uh, to brief us pr certain members of the press or I don't know who else they talked to probably loads of them saying you know this is what the situation is and um, some of it was quite useful one of the things that was useful I'll just show you this actually um, you could what 
Catalina, if you do want to try and install it, and, and, and if you do, I suggest install it on a second hard drive. Do not write overwrite your initial stuff. If you want to try it out, try it on another hard drive so that you can always roll back. That's the first mm. big bit of news. So if there's something it, it has that you want, don't just do it and assume it's all going to be all right. But the other thing they said is... Mm. Oh, um, the installer, when it runs, will scan your system for existing 32-bit code. Uh, I'm just looking for software. Uh, software. So if I click on software, uh, let's have a look. I, I can't remember what it was. I had to actually applications. Here we go. You click on applications. Uh, I think. Uh, isn't it supposed? Yeah, it's it, it's looking now. I'll wait for it to write. Okay, here we go. So um, you can check if if your stuff is going to do that because you, when you click on applications, you can see this, and then there's this this cut here, which basically says, "Is it six but sixty four bit?" Uh, let's see if I can do that. Maybe I can. Maybe I have to go this way. Uh, sixty four bit. Yeah. So is it sixty four bit? Uh, compatible and it will say yes or no i think if we just go application name yeah some of it is some of it is so for instance able to live hmm. suite 32 you know whatever but that's not Can all I... it i mean that was a bit misleading oh. because basically yeah. even if you do that that still doesn't mean it's going to work that just means it's 32 bit code yeah, so you've got to be very very careful with that and that's something i was trying to ask them there is no central repository that apple have that says yes we're right. ready they did also uh, uh, this is just general update information they did also announce that the gold master has now been made and the Goldmaster, for those of you who are involved in software development or perhaps aren't, um, that's the point at which you send it out to the developers and they say, this is the one to work to. So a lot of people have been waiting for that. So they can't commit and say, we're no longer, you know, we're not currently supporting Catalina. So now they've got it, it means that things will probably move on a pace and there will be those things. But the, 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 the underlying message from Apple was, if there's something you really need to use on your system, check with the developer that it's going to work with Catalina. So, I mean, which is going to be a nightmare for everybody. So I I just wanted to get that information out there. Yeah, and also, I mean, is there? I mean, I'm sure most people know this, but the automatic updates turned on. Will that sort of instigate the the installation process? Uh, I, just... I somebody told me that mm. that was the case. I would need to verify mm. that because I don't have automatic updates you, on. But you do I, not want to come no. back and find your system. Yeah, being, as that's being what I was just. If, yeah, yeah, I was. You know, if you came in in the morning and oh my goodness. So yes, yeah, so watch out for that one. Uh, I think it's probably just generally best to keep that off at all times anyway but certainly now um but okay nick so that's quite interesting were they uh i mean i suppose that, there's two ways of looking at this whole thing though isn't there is that the move to 64 bit like completely is i suppose it's got a parallel to the very USB important C. yeah it's good it's a, it's a good a little parallel to the usb-c sort of thing in a way as you know like because apple started putting usb-c ports only on their laptops uh, a few years ago which was really infuriating it felt like it was too early so it seems like they're kind of just almost like bullying their way through you know yes this will be the way people will just have to adapt this is how how it will be from this point on uh and i'm you know there's really two sides to, to looking at this, isn't there? Because, you know, we kind of, it flies in the face of the, you know, buy something, buy it for life kind of idea idea that, um, like, you know, if you can yeah. buy like a, an instrument or something, you know, you don't want it expiring. But this kind of world, this computer world, it seems to run by a different set of rules, but we keep kind of placing that, you know, it, it, it may be, maybe it's a good thing to keep this, perpetual movement i just don't know i mean and then it's the environmental costs of stuff isn't it you know this yeah i mean i think i think the thing is is what what the reason i bring this up is purely because normally what tends to happen is they'll go well adobe are with us you know we've got avid on board we've got you know there there are usually a few ready to go but it feels like nobody is prepared to say we support it yet and wow. this is across the board you know there's, there's i've been yeah. getting emails you know if you look there's some great articles on uh pro tools expert and create digital music and there are sort of current lists they've they i think on uh, pro tools expert there's a list of kind of stuff that has said we're not we're not compatible yet and it's basically almost everything i mean mm. 
and that's that's the problem. So mm. you know, if for instance you've you this this thing is going to affect people who like maybe what they've done is they budgeted to uh, buy one of the new Mac Pros. You know, the the big cheese grater yeah. things. You know, maybe that's what they're going to get. You know, and that's fine. You'd be looking forward to mm. upgrading that. But at the moment, you get that in your in your studio, and it's probably not going to work with most of the things that you use. So that might m affect your buying decision. Or you may have planned this mm. because you've got a downtime window that is between projects, and it's going to screw all of that kind of stuff up because you just it just won't work yet. And those are the sort of mm. things that you need to think of in advance. So I mean, really, this is more of a kind of a warning to just don't mm. do it if you have anything that's mission critical, or if you do do it, right. get it on an, an external hard drive or a second drive, so, and don't do it on don't overwrite your primary um, partition. That's no, great advice. Yeah, good advice. Definitely. I mean, you know, I mean, there is this thing as well, isn't it? That, you know, our music making device being a computer often, mostly, uh, means that quite often they are like, you know, if you certainly if you're a Mac user, you are in this world, you know, it's an issue. Whereas that, you know, that kind of like Linux approach or something, you know, obviously like you can run decent software on Linux, like, like Bitwig, for instance, you're in a totally different world with a totally different, you know, everything's different, isn't it? If you're, if you, yeah, if you I mean, go it's down not, it, path. It, exactly. It's more for the hands-on. But that's right. You have to spend a lot of time then tinkering oh, to yeah. get, so whereas that thing that Apple keeps perpetuating is that almost utter yeah, lack it, of tinkering. It just works, right. And, and yeah. unfortunately, in this case, it just doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. That, I yes. think that might be uh, mm. that might be a, a show title. It just doesn't work. <laughs> I don't think right. that's it. It just doesn't work. Let's just write that. It down just doesn't work. Yeah, it's very yeah. But I mean, I mean, it is just a it's just a moment in time, though, isn't it? And but and I guess sadly, it's also going to probably jettison some things into the annals of history that just will never be updated. Yeah. I mean, again, this is in Mac in Mac land, of course. Um, it's one of those scenarios because, I mean, we talked to various producers. Yoad's one of them, and I know other people have got, like, uh, uh, Robbie Bronham's got one as well. He's got a sort of frozen system. You know, when the, over the last big the last big change, the pre-Rosetta mm. perhaps, it's got a system that will run projects that were pre-one uh, of these large changes. And that's, you know, if, if that's what you do and you often have to go back and revisit things, then, that you know, mm. that's maybe what you're just going to have to factor in. Which, you know, I can admit it's not going to affect uh, a lot of hobbyists or whatnot, but... It, it could make their lives more of a drag if they don't mm. have a mind to this. Uh, anyway, I didn't want to kind of dwell on it too long because, uh, you know, it gets into an Apple and versus the world kind of thing. So uh, how about we go somewhere completely different uh, and then... Uh, hey, uh, Mr. Luke Edwards. Hey, hey this is cool. Demo guy. Yeah. Hello. Product specialist extraordinaire. That's me. How long have we been filming you? I'm trying to remember. We, we must have been amongst your first demos, right? It's a lot of years. Yes, it's a lot of years. Could even be back in the Roland days. Awesome. Yes. God, it could be, yeah. Blimey. Yeah. yeah. Dave mentioned that. So uh, what <laughs> we, I, we were talking previously, because we filmed all of the new Cork stuff, and we were, but you were saying you had this really cool demo of uh, using the, the new tech synth in an interesting way, right? Yeah, I, the way I've been showing it to people is, obviously, it's an amazing synth, and it's got the kind of sound engine from derived from the Prologue and the Minilog XD, user oscillators, user effects. The but preamble's the a lot longer than this, so I'm, I'm just going to fast forward. Essentially, what is this? Let's start, let's start, ah, start here we dialing go. some effects. Modulation the... effects. Oh, that sounds good. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's got these stellar reverbs. Funny the old, hasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So let's go for a space. Anyway, this the, the, the new tech thing, mm. we've done a couple of videos on it from various shows. Uh, I mean, it's the little kind of DIY, almost snap together, digital voice. So it's essentially the digital oscillator and the DSP from the Minilog XD and the Prolog. And, you know, I, I must admit, I didn't get all that excited about it. And then when I was speaking to Luke, it was kind of like, oh, no, the effects, you have triple like <laughs> you do on the XD. The effects on the Minilog XD are brilliant. And you can feed a stereo input to it and use it as an effects unit. And it's 99 quid or 99 bucks. And that was like a light bulb moment for me. I thought, ooh, because some of those mm. those DSPs are really good. And th this, again, it's sort yeah. of, it's feeding into this whole thing that we got into with the um, uh, with the hyper hydrosynth as well. You know, this idea that kind of the, the DSP, the algorithms is is where it's, where things are, interesting things are happening. And this is, and th I think that, that this might sell 
quite a lot of new tech uh, kits based on the mm. fact that it's got access to those reverbs. I mean, I don't know if you've had a chance yeah. to, to play this because I've got an XD and I still think it's probably the best synth of the year for, you know, so far up until Hydrosynth. Right. Uh, up until Hydrosynth. <laughs> right, right. Interesting. However, this does look like a super utility. You know, it's really small. It can go, it'll, you could use it on anything, couldn't you? Just, you know, like it, it, for 99 quid, it's a great little output stage for anything, you know, um, to have... Uh, like I was thinking immediately, the um, the Dreadbox Medusa, you know, just that, just that with it. I was like, glue it onto the side. Um, Your just stereo it. reverb for the next, dare I say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good, good. Uh, but I mean, it's brilliant, isn't it, for the money? I mean, it's like a really cool, super versatile, crazy little gadget. And I mean, I think from a from a um, an effects point of view, it's a bit of a no brainer. I mean, I, what I was curious about though, I mean, because it's ugly, isn't it? I mean, it is an ugly looking thing. Yeah, it's thing. just a... uh, uh, it's sort of very bare bones. But because it comes in a kit, I wonder how easy it would be just to mod it into like a really cool, funky little, you know, just like little like like you can get casing for um, Raspberry Pi, really funky casings for Raspberry Pi. Yeah, that'd that's be true. cool, wouldn't it? If someone you could, started just... you could you could jack up so you ended up with two mono inputs, for instance, you know, or court yeah, court range perhaps. Yeah, so just a little casing, and you just pop that little thing in. There we go, someone out there. That's a good little idea. Because I mean, I'm just I'm know. also just looking to see what the MIDI specification is, where how much stuff you can automate. So you know, because you've only got those three ah. knobs. So if you yeah. had like things for, because uh, yeah. you can access, I think you can access quite a lot of the uh, parameters over MIDI. So you could have. Uh, mm parameter control of the effects and stuff uh, the other thing that people are saying in the chat room is yeah unfortunately you can't route into the filter which would be nice and uh mm. was it somebody was saying about being able to take the oscillator out and in and, and whatnot uh, um that and also let's not forget you can update the dsp effect you could buy or develop if you're really uh, up for it third-party code that will create effects in there and there'll be i think there are 16 slots i think in the dsp mm. that you can you can load to yourself it's starting to kind of it makes sense it's making sense because of that in that level of integration that i think is, yeah. is there yeah i mean uh again just like you can will it respond to aftertouch and over i'm guessing it would wouldn't it you know the the, the synth I'm engine i'm not there, sure it's... i'm just i'm just looking for mm. the manual at the moment see what's mm -hmm. uh, programmable synth kit okay well i'm uh, just for page not found really good lord <laughs> that seems that um, seems a bit is uh, it available to buy now though is it, no, is I think, out, it, is it I think no. it's going to be. Maybe that. That's why. Maybe it's ah. New tech. Mm. Here we go. Let's find it. So new tech. Oh, how mm. embarrassing. Uh, no, <laughs> it's not available to even peruse. <laughs> Oops. Okay, there's a four oh four. I don't know why I'm blushing. It's not my website. Yeah, <laughs> I feel for them. I feel for them. Uh, but yeah, it just seemed like a really cool little tip, and I just thought because yeah. I was thinking, I like Luke. Uh, I like, uh, but I just thought, oh, new to NTS one. What, what do I need no, to show that for? But then he said, check this out. I was like, yeah, that's a great little story. So yeah, well, it's that's called. Why. It's called new tech, though, isn't it? And it's I think part of the idea of that is that you can probably use it in ways, you know, it's, as a product, it's a bit harder to kind of um, figure out what it is. You know, I think it, I, like when I first saw it, I was a bit, mm, a bit blasé about yeah. it. But it's I just really like want a digital it, really monitor. Want, yeah, exactly. I really want one now. I just really want one now. So yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not so interested in the synth voice, but the effects. I mean, I've got the Mini Log XD here. And yeah, it's uh, funny. Effects, I think, too, for me. I think the effects yeah. is the big is the big selling point. Can you scroll through those? So there's like what's there? There's only two parameter knobs on there, isn't there? But um, but with the effects, presumably you've got uh, fully programmable. You can get through pages of parameters. I, I'm I'm, it... I'm I'm desperately trying to find information. On I, it. I tell you why. I tell you why I ask this. So like you know, some of the effects on gadget, for instance, they sound really good, but are very. Um, limited in terms of it just gives you very you know just ah. like two parameters usually per there we effect go. it seems to be working now there we go so uh ha, -ha. so you get three knobs and then uh, three uh, knobs but each button each effect has a dedicated button so you press that mm. and the three knobs will then affect that and i think uh it's like a there are three parameters aren't they which you which are midi mappable i believe uh let's have a look i'm just trying to see specifications i'm mm. looking for 
what I want to see is the MIDI uh, damn the included. I uh, I'm looking for the because I want to see the uh, mm, the MIDI official ah, official manual. Oh, here we go. Sorry, uh, no, it's not there. Uh, but I guess it's not for sale. Anyway, uh, that, that's a, uh, that was a whole lot of time to find out that there was really nothing to see. Well, I do beg your pardon. Right. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. How modded, moddable is it then? Is there's no moddable? It's like I imagine, the... but it, a lot of it's digital, so hmm. I suppose you know it's going to no, be no, harder but, to mod. But there was that little sort of uh, that little kit that came out that that you could get, um, or I think it was the developer kit. You could develop stuff for the XD, couldn't you? Can you port that stuff across into it? The stuff you develop. Um, yes, I believe you can, but, uh, yeah, I'm not entirely sure how one goes about it. I think it's a C++ environment. It's not sort of, mm. you have to be a proper coder, I think. Sure, but then there's a big repository of stuff outside of the, of what it comes with officially and that you can put, that you can port in, like the organelle type thing. Is that right? Or am I, am I barking up the wrong tree with this thing? Sorry, say again? You know, like the organelle, you can port loads of stuff from you know pd stuff into it oh i know i don't think it's pure data or anything it's it's no i know it's not i know it's not but 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 just like that that just that joe public are able to develop stuff for it um i would yeah i don't know whether or not you have to Hmm. register for the sdk or uh log sdk let's have a look i'll click that log sdk oh uh the sdk yeah Oh yeah, it looks like you could just download it and, and the SDK. I, I have no the so, API programming enter blah 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 blah. Okay. Yeah, well, so. I'm just speculating though that if that becomes that little box, then has got once it's out. Actually, if tons of people can develop mad loads of ideas for it, then it starts to become something really yeah. cool. I think. Well, know, I think the another... thing about this is because when you get this. I mean, because we got the we we got the development kit, uh, which I think I sent to somebody. But this has got a USB port on it, so you just you yeah. can basically talk directly to it with the uh, the development kit and code stuff in and hear it in real time. I suppose. I mean, I, I you know I'm not that that good a coder at that sort of level. Mm. I know nothing more. Yeah. But yeah, I think you're right. Um, let's have a look. Um, we should probably uh, say uh, let's let's just have a little uh, word from the, our friends over at Isotope because you can win a copy of. Uh, Presenting Neutron 3, the modern way to mix. Bring your workflow into the 21st century with eight modern mixing tools, all at your fingertips in one Mothership plugin. Starting a mix can take a while, but with the all-new Mix Assistant, Neutron can listen to your audio and quickly suggest a custom starting point for an individual track or set levels for your entire mix. Shape sounds like never before with the new Sculptor module, Match audio to a target sonic profile and instantly sculpt it to sound more like itself or like something else completely. Reach out and touch your audio with Neutron's immersive controls and visualizations. Neutron 3 comes equipped with Visual Mixer, a tool to help you effortlessly manipulate the landscape of your mix. Neutron 3, the modern way to mix. Indeed. Uh, so uh, you can also you can download a uh, version of that, a demo version, and check it out. Uh, Neutron Three. Actually, I got busted for uh, uh, one of the Isotope ads. It started. I, I think oh, no. the license must have run out, and the, I think it was the last whatever the last product was. It just sort of said, oh, "Copyright uh, strike." You know, whatever. Not a strike, but yeah. Sorry, you can't use this. And it was because of the music backing the backing the ad. So I must check. That. But hey, anyway, um, so we have a we, oh. we have a we have a competition for Sorry. this week. Uh, we're looking for uh, the hashtag Mix Workflow and the hashtag. New Neutron 3, and you tweet that to at Sonic State and at Isotope Inc. So that's the hashtag Mix Workflow. That's one word on the hashtag Neutron 3. And you could be up for winning a copy of Neutron 3 Advanced, which, in fact, mm. last week's winner we have here. Uh, this is somebody called uh, Unique Sounds of America. So it's at Unique Sounds USA. And it just says, pick me. And uh, it did. <laughs> so good for you. So if you want to get in touch, Unique Sounds of America, um, Isotope people who are actually coming to visit after this show, um, uh, we could get you a copy of Neutron 3. Because, um, like, uh, Ozone 9 is being adver- advertised now. Yeah, Ozone yeah. Now. Well, it's, it's I think that's going to be the next the next uh, prize. Mm. Uh, so I've been told. Oh, that would be amazing. Because that thing that really made me go, whoa, about it, which is not, Maybe such a big thing, though, is 
uh, it's got NKS compatibility, so all your ozone parameters can come up on your on your complete control keyboard oh, that's neat. or on your or on your machine, which you know, I mean, lots of other software has that, but for for that to actually apply to ozone, uh, very cool, very cool. So I was quite excited about that. Ah, yeah. Well, that's uh, that is actually mm. quite handy because I know those mm. those things do make a bit of a difference because a lot of people, that's the thing. I mean, yeah. you know, that when uh, Native Instruments brought out those. Uh, um, uh, complete control keyboards. There wasn't yes. much you could use. It was very closed. Whereas now it's closed. opening up, and yeah. those things are yeah. making a lot of sense. So, well, you know, like something like Ozone, for instance. If you've got just one, your hand on on a control, got your eyes closed, and you're just listening, and you're just really focusing, and and because you've got your hand on a knob, you know, <laughs> it's just I, I, I'm always sort of trying to map things for it. So just for it to be pre-mapped to to a device that's directly in front right. of me is super super exciting for, i think know, that makes like, a lot yes. of sense i mean i've talked about this I've, I've talked about this before as well the uh I, um yoad's got one of that little kind of steampunk knob that's just a really nice yeah. knob that it just works on whatever your mouse you, whatever you over. and I, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking that's probably a way to go as well uh, as oh, an alternative yeah. but actually yeah, yeah. to be fair yeah. that's not that far off the cost of uh, one of the lowest prices <laughs> nks keyboards but there are other ways to do it i'm sure there is there's plenty mm -hmm. of other stuff to do um actually mm. um th this was the other thing that i wanted to check this is the new synth uh, from erica synth which is called now this was uh, shot at uh, the dutch modular show by gear sluts so uh, let's just have a look at this and it sort of follows on a little bit from the uh, the Colossus, which is very EMS uh, inspired. And this Welcome, is Gershlitz, also in our uh, modest booth in um, in uh, Dutch Modular Festival. This is Dirts from America since. And uh... oh, hello. Oh, what's happened there? Oh, that's interesting. Oof. It's not playing. Come on. Come on. Oh, don't be come shy. on. Don't be shy. Our take there on we are. Uh, the interface as a so it's really AKS. interesting. So they've got a take on the AKS, yeah. they've got uh, the vernier dials, and they've got this brilliant digital LED patch bay, which I just think is a genius idea. It has a filter, uh, and I guess trapezoids, oscillation, and again, it's not VSCS joystick circuitry, uh, but it's the form unit, factor ring modulator. Yeah. And we added all. I don't know. I like this one. It's two and a half thousand euros. Which actually, when you think about it, the original certainly when I first was looking at uh, getting an EMS. Uh, well, I wasn't. I was a Putney VCS three. They were about eighteen hundred UK pounds, and now yeah. they're, they're massively expensive. Oh. So I mean, this, yeah. obviously, this isn't the same thing. I don't know if it's got the spring reverb on it, but I just thought, what a nice. You know, they're, they're starting to mine the EMS uh, um, style book as well. That's that's the thing that looks good with this, yeah. and, and and I think they're going to be. When, when was they they're going to be out next year? Two and a half thousand euros, which seems, I think that seems kind of reasonable-ish. I suppose it's a lot of money, but uh, I don't know. VCS three speakers in it. There's yes, speakers in it too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. just like the so, original. I mean, yeah, no, I mean that is cool. I mean, you know, it's the only keyboard where it's cool, isn't it? <laughs> to have built-in speakers, uh, the only synth. Uh, well, well, actually, the twenty six hundred as well. I think it's cool to have the speakers as well. There's the things that um let's not forget the Vulcans, means... Gaz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, for the same reason though, they are little self-contained little worlds and the fact they can make their own sound just kind of, you know, enhances that aspect. But um when you said about the digital matrix, I was initially thinking, oh, but I was lucky enough to borrow a, a VCS3 for a few months and I had loads of fun with it and um but it's like the battleships kind of, you know, just going in with the pin, just going, right, what's this going to do? Dish, dish, dish. That's a huge part of that form, you know, of that of the fun, though, I think. But so how does this work then? You, are they just buttons? Are they, um, how well, does it work? Well, I'm just, I'm looking, I think what you do is you just basically, it's like Etch-a-Sketch, you know, you dial, you move, one knob moves up and one ah. knob moves down, and then you just presumably one of them maybe presses it and it makes the connection. I don't know whether or not, because I think... Um, What's the synth that's got the same kind of vibe on it? Uh, it's the... Oh, I reviewed it quite recently where uh, you dial in an amount. God, what was it? Come on, brain. My brain is not engaging <laughs> at all. 
it's uh, it's the um, Arturia Microfreak, where you essentially you go sort of along and down, and then you click, and then you have the amount. So it, you can you can. Oh, you like it's very easy to make those connections. Yeah. It's a, it's a nice paradigm okay. for patching like that. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, uh, but I mean, this does look really nice, though. And what do you, what do you call them? The dials, vernier, vernier dials. They are the, vernier the dials. Yeah. They're, so vernier, they have yeah they lovely have, things. They're geared effectively, so you, mm. you get a small movement on the inside. Uh, a big movement on the inside dial moves it a small amount on the outside dial. So it's a bit annoying when you want to move a really long distance. But mm -hmm. and the originals would have had little locks on them as well. Um, on the uh, on the you get ones and so you you tighten them up so that they've got like a clicker so it doesn't move you can get it absolutely stick on but I guess this doesn't matter so much now for those things. Mm. <laughs> nice. Is this available now? Then is this a, is it? I'd love to. I'd love to try it out. It looks. Uh, really, I don't really know fun. if it's. I don't know. Let's have a look. When's it coming? Uh, let me see. End of tooth. End of the year. It'll be available okay. at the end of the year. Oh, I just want to say hello to Mr. Bo Beats mm. in the chat room there. Nice to uh, nice to see you hanging out. Um, I hope you're well. Uh, I guess we didn't see it at first, <laughs> but we'll see him somewhere, no doubt, in the near future. Um, yeah, anyway, I thought that was fun. Um, um, another quickie from the uh, from Synthfest, which okay, was... Okay, here we are at Synthfest 2019, and, stands. and we're going to take a look at these stands from AMS Stands. Now, these stands are quite specific in that they kind of answer a problem that many of us are finding, that all of these interesting little desktop devices they suddenly we run out of desktop space so we need to start going vertical or we need to kind of expand into other di other directions now these are quite interesting so we've got glenn here from ams who will talk us through these um so we're looking at a little like these, these little stands are they do they come as a fixed set or do you specify what's in each of the we, stands? we can we can do both so these are basic stands that we've got that you I thoroughly recommend you watch that video because one thing about him is he's just got an answer for everything. It's just like, yeah, you just do this, you just do that. We've got this little thing that you clamp on that means that you could... And it's just a really... I mean, because he hasn't invented the extrusion, it's actually quite a common... Uh, or not common, it's a, it's a commonly available... Uh, I think it's aluminium extrusion that you can just you, that's got slots in that you can attach various things to, and it's just a brilliant mm. repurposing of it. I mean, yeah, okay, they're perhaps not the most visually thrilling things to look at, but they're really utilitarian. And and I, I could see you uh, getting all uh, moist-eyed over these guys. They weren't that expensive, <laughs> were they? They were like sixty, seventy quid for a three-tier Volkerstan, which is very reasonable. Yeah, I think even yeah, 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 and just uh, and totally modular. modular. Uh, in that you can attach extra bits and expand out with it and do it in all sorts of ways. The one that was quite cool is the one that attaches to the back of a regular X. Yeah, I think that's that looked in the video, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. At, the, at the, the back of an X stand. So you can, you know, oh, it's really annoying, isn't it? You know, if you want to play a regular keyboard and you want to have just one of these things that's really small and having to have another stand just to accommodate it. So they, you can attach these bars on the back of the uh this bar that goes all the way across the back of your x stand and then you can have a multiple multiple little things attached above your regular keyboard and uh you know in a pretty rigid way for gig you know for gigging musicians i thought it was i thought that there side of things was micro really, really ams cool. god you can tell they're engineers can't you look it's very neatly laid out uh, 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 yeah. Sixty nine ninety nine I mean, for a three tier. That's pretty good, isn't it? I mean, that seventy nine. I mean, it's not. It's not outrageous, and it's all kind of solid, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, oh, it's definitely solid, and yes, yeah, so adjustable. So yeah, yeah, good. Good. good that's things. a good one. That's yeah. the thing about these stands. You these uh, these these fairs, which are more localized, is you get people coming in who. You know, haven't had to travel miles, and they just kind of go, "Yeah, I'll give it a go." And it's nice to see the VCV Rat guy uh, there as well. And VCV Rat do this thing where, if you're a local developer and you want to go, they'll just go, "Yeah, sure," and they'll probably send you some graphics, and you, you know, you go and represent mm. VCV Rat. And uh, we spoke to Dale, and uh, that was quite interesting. That was an interesting thing as well. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, gosh, I, I seem to have almost arrived at the end. <laughs> oh, actually, no, somebody did mention in hmm. the chat room that there is a new Source Audio uh, pedal, oh, which yeah. is the Collider Delay and Reverb. So it's like the Ventress, but mm. it's a, a reverb uh, on one side and a delay. And that, that the demo Perfect. was really nice. That looks like it's going to be worth checking out. Uh, uh, and I'm, assu 
I didn't assume they're going to be lots of the same algorithms from the ventures yeah. then, isn't there? Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. So it's... Ooh, this is the one then, I think. That could, could be, be a... They're you know, expensive, super, aren't they? Contender. How much are they? Yeah, yeah, probably in the 400 region, Yeah, that's the only problem. They aren't Yeah. online store. No, that... so let's have a look. Online store. They got, oh, they got... They got really deep MIDI implementation. They have. Cool. I mean, the thing that I find really frustrating with them, because every time I, 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 I bring it up, because I quite often use them for the Friday Fun Jams, and I plug them in, and I have a synth going into each side, and, you know, there, there's... Uh, um, and then I configure the switch so that when I'm hold, when I latches, it freezes and, and unfreezes. And every time I switch it on again, I kind of got to program it, or I, I don't seem to be able to get that to stick, and I haven't figured it out. And I've... Oh. And even with the, the, the editor, you know, I go, okay, I save that in a patch and it comes back and it's like, oh, that's not the same. And I, I'm, I think it's probably operator mm. error okay. more than anything else. But, um, but yeah, maybe you've hmm. got a but more you can... handle. Well, I've done a lot of things with saving it with program change that you can't see on the pedal itself, uh, which, is, um, which is kind of interesting, but also a bit confusing in that it can have 128 patches, I think, or maybe it's 100 patches, um, that can be accessed via program change, but but not actually on board the pedal itself. But uh, so it's quite cool. I've been saving patches. Um, they've been recalling pretty accurate, I think. Uh, maybe I've been I saving patches. That's quite, I haven't quite got it right. Um, one thing we'll say: uh, Neo Rev in the chat room says uh, three fifty U- uh, US dollars for Collider, which is going to be probably around about the same then in pounds, isn't it? So, mm, yeah. So, yeah. But I mean, there is something. Mm. I mean, you've got all these controllers and stuff. I mean, that their stuff just is really nice for performance. It's it's it feels like it's more of a desktop thing. I mean, yeah, you can put it on the floor and stomp on it, but it feels feels like you wouldn't want to do that with a three hundred and fifty dollar pedal. <laughs> you want it? What a way you can see it, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've I've been really seriously considering getting the Nemesis, the the delay one, which is you know in the same sort of range, I guess, um, as the Ventress. And then, but this one, it being both in the one, just makes me think, oh, that just that's nice because you can do that neat thing with freezing stuff, can't you? You can like freeze one, have the other one play, unfreeze one whilst you freeze the other one, and sort of swap. Um, so, yes. Mm, yeah, yeah, it is. It, 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 has, it got loop, has it got a looper in it? It's a good question. Uh, it mm. just says analog digital tape reverse oil can. So, uh, okay. Blah, 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 but I mean, blah, uh, blah. if you can grab a bit of like infinite repeat somehow and then and then start manipulating the. Oh, uh, you think on, you can freeze the delay as well, can you? Well, so I was just wondering. Because what's the other thing? Oh, the, the, mm. the Dreadbox hypnosis does that delay freeze, which is really nice. Yeah. That's lovely. Yeah, That's a lovely effect. Yeah, if they do that, I guess it could because it's just mm. DSP, isn't it? I mean, they. Could yeah, probably... no, I think I'm, I'm assuming, and then you can configure the pedals to do things like when you turn them on and off, or if you long press them, you can. You know, they're 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 neat. That I mean, although a lot of pedal manufacturers are kind of cottoning onto that now as well, isn't it? That actually, yes, if you are a pedal manufacturer, clunk. Clunk switches don't work for desktop users. <laughs> These uh, sort of soft, soft touch, you know. It's like sometimes if you if you got it on a shelf and pressing clunk, um, but you, you, yeah, I know what you're saying. The shelf goes boing <laughs> and everything slides down towards you, and then yeah, you're suddenly holding all your Volkers up. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I'm sure you've had that happen, Gaz. I have a feeling <laughs> that's something that's happened. Yeah. You got to screw that. You got to screw both ends of your shelf to the the brackets. That's the answer. All right, I'll try and remember that. Um, but yeah, but anyway, about that pedal, it's available. Is it available now? I mean, I'm I'm going to check that out straight away. Glider delay. I think it says buy now. I'm clicking on it. Okay, that's cool. It, I, I haven't. It says you know. Do that it. and send the address to me. <laughs> I don't see. Uh, I don't see it actually. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm trying to find. I don't think so, but uh, there's probably a news item on it somewhere. Oh okay. my god! But, um, then again, uh, maybe buy three new techs instead, and just sort of like da- Daisy chain them. That's not a bad <laughs> thought. I don't know. The, the, there isn't a freeze in the new tech reverb. Uh, there is in the hydrosynth. No. So, but I'm sure hmm. I mean, this sort of thing. Presumably, you just make it, don't you? You just go okay. If you're a DSP programmer, just make make one that does what you need it to do, right? Well, that, yeah, that was the one thing. So people in the chat room were really helpful and said about 
you know, yes, you can upload your custom oscillators into the new tech, but I was just, I, I wasn't sure though, if you can do effects or if the effects are just like presets. No, you can, the you can, you've got 16 slots. You can. You've got 16 oh. uh, user slots for DSP algorithms. I mean, there's not much, there's not much code to play with. I mean, it's right. a, a tiny right. amount of code, but yes, there are. Definitely. Mm. Definitely. Mm. Yeah. So there. Okay. Interesting. Be interesting to see if uh, if if that. Oh, sorry. Sorry about that new tech though. If if it will generate a a little cult following. You know? mm. Well, so, I can imagine. Like you say, I can imagine. You know, if it gets put in a case that's handy. I mean, all it takes is a case, the right case. I mean, as I find, you know, if I find the right Raspberry Pi case, it will work. Although I have to say, you know, I've been waxing about my uh, my Pi Four, which is in a little case. Uh, with a screen, mm. a touchscreen, and it's really good. And it's because the Pi Four oh, has different oh, connections. Oh, the touchscreens on the yeah. So that's, that's the touchscreen. So this costs oh, yeah. twenty five quid, right? And it's got a touch screen, with a touchscreen, with a touchscreen, and it's got a fan. But the problem is, you have to have these little these little things. You have to have them because I put this on top yeah. of a metal surface and a power supply, yeah. and it. it and it has to have a fan because these things run seriously hot, and it showed oh. it just showed, kept showing this kind of like um, uh, error error um, thermostat uh, um, exploding oh. exploding <laughs> exploding thermometer. It, it needs to get the air. I, had to, I had to blow on it yeah. for ages to get it to cool down again. So it's not quite as uh, perfect as that. I don't think the new tech suffers from anything like that. I just like to add it was just a, <laughs> it was just these custom cases. But this is the first case I found for the Pi Four that is a screen mm. and a uh, and, and a fan. Does that, it doesn't give you an audio socket. I can't remember. Does that have an audio? Doesn't have an audio socket on there, does it? Yeah, uh, it has an oh, audio socket. Oh, oh, it's got, it, is that it's like got, a, it's like a three barrel one? Audio in? Sort of no, it's in, not. It's not. Um, it's also got uh, two four K HDMI outputs. <laughs> two. Yeah, two, and USB three two ports and a gigabit ethernet that's why it runs so hot because it sucks a load more power but it, it's much it, you know it's got gigabit ethernet and it's got usb3 the file transfer speeds are, are much better on this thing anyway but you could run that off a you could run that off a battery couldn't you like off a off a phone battery oh i'm not sure maybe i think it pulls probably a quite a lot more juice because it's a usb-c connection um i suspect mm -hmm. it, it it will but it might it might be a little less uh, long-lasting, shall we say? So yeah, mm. it's not as, as. But hey, whatever. So it's only slightly modified one of them that's got an audio input and output with that touchscreen. Makes the new tech look a bit poncy, then, doesn't it? If you think about it. For the uh, price, well, for yeah, the price. but you, uh, I suppose. But the thing is, is you still need it to be able. To, you know, that's specialized DSP in those guys, which is suited for more real-time processing. So I don't know, kind of, quite how much processing you'll get on a on a well a pi 4 is pretty pokey but i you know mm. i don't know what you'd have to you, where those algorithms mm. would come from you know you need to know what you're doing mm. and, and clearly i have got no idea yeah, yeah, yeah. That sort of thing. and i mean that that new tech is going to run super low latency isn't it yeah yeah of course yeah. um mm. okay yeah uh red walks and uh saying need, i need uh cryo cooling and dry ice cooling yeah that would be that's kind of almost <laughs> uh, you, you're not you're not far wrong Actually, it, it does get very hot. Um, anyway, that sort of uh, rather a a ambling, rambling uh, draw draws an end to the show, I think. Um, so I want to say thank mm. Gaz, thank you so much for joining us and uh, stepping into the breach. And um, and you know, we we, we have, I think we have plenty to talk about, right? It was all right. Oh God, yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, absolutely. I mean, God, we could talk for days, man. There's no I'm problem. I'm sure there. we could. Uh, what's, yeah. uh, so but what you got? What you got coming up? What's uh, what's happening in your world? Um, Oh gosh, a, a whole bunch of stuff actually. Um, it's a and it's a whole caboodle. Well, a lot of studio stuff, a lot of studio stuff. Some stuff I can't really talk about. Um, not so much live stuff at the moment, which makes a change. Um, some, yeah, I, I'm going to be part of a panel in the uh, that's in the next month in the audio developer co uh, conference in London. So if anyone fancies going along to that, uh, and not sure what what day is that we're the talking. One, oh, is that the one? That, oh, I think is that the one that's the, got a bit of a show attached to it as well. Yeah, ju oh, it's yeah. like the juice. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. Excellent. So, I think I did one of those a few mm. uh, a little while back. That's good. That's a good mm. good event. Mm. I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be really interesting. Getting to meet loads of people, lots of developers. You know, uh, which is good because I've got some ideas. Uh, and yeah, what else? Um, 
Well, we've got some reviews coming up. We some sure really have. exciting ones, actually. Yep, mm. some Which new I'm stuff. About. And we've got, oh, we, we've we've got, got our time. series. Oh, yeah. We've got a new well, series as well. We've got a new Are series. you allowed to mention it, or should we, or should uh, we keep we'll, that under We'll wraps? tease that. We'll, we'll leave that. We shot a lot of it in uh, okay. some, uh, a lot of episodes, and we, but we haven't had a chance to review the outcome yet, so I, I'm going to hold right, off right. there. But um, Okay, but that's but a tease. Got, that's just a little yep, tease. That's a tease. And we've got a load of stuff. In fact, mm-hmm. we've got a tour of uh, the Innovation Road at Yamaha in uh, in Hamamatsu. That's going to be coming up. And we had Ooh, a look at the... That's uh, interesting. We looked at the Yamaha VP1 as well, of which there are so few uh. in the world. So we got a little bit of... Uh, play time with that and uh, yeah wow. more more stuff to come but guys thank you very much for joining us um my pleasure we, we will see you again very shortly uh, i can go to a twos up shot can't i and we can wave ourselves off into the distance uh, and hopefully it'll clear the screen thank you very much for watching <laughs> everybody we'll see you next time take care bye-bye now